Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of Life Students Podcast. This is Morgan Hill, and I am your host for today. Co-hosting with me is someone that you probably don't know that well, uh, my husband, Gary. <laughs> yep, it's me. Well, uh, you, don't, you don't know me well at all. <laughs> we thought it would be fun for you to get to hear uh, maybe like different voice for a change um, hosting. So here I am. I got to do it and I'm super excited about it. Or more of a different voice. More of a different voice. You've been on here before. You're still going to get to, oh yeah, I have been on here before. You're still going to get to hear him a yeah. lot too, but uh, I get to be in charge. Very exciting. Um, so what we're talking about today is something that I'm super passionate about. It's, uh, something that's kind of a big deal for me. I talk about it a lot and that is, Finding your purpose in the church. Um, For me, I've always believed that God created each and every one of us with a purpose that can not only be translated from our day-to-day lives, but be utilized in the church and the body of Christ. There's always a place for you in the body of Christ. There's always a place for your talents. There's always a place for your abilities. And so that's something that I've always been really passionate about. It started when I was younger because I originally, I didn't sing on the platform. I wasn't really used in any area when I was around 15, 16 years old. And I was desperate to do something for God, but I didn't know what it was. Um, I didn't feel any particular pulling in any direction, um, but I just wanted to be used. I just wanted to have a purpose. And so I started working in our Sunday school at the church that I previously attended, which if you know me now, you know that I'm not uh, really great with kids. That's not my first choice with anything. I, I prefer teenagers and adults so much more. I just never know what to say to kids, but they needed someone to help in Sunday school. And so they asked me and that's what I did. Um, and I remember there I helped in the uh, scripture memorization class. And I remember learning so much, not just from the scriptures that um, that they were learning, but also just from sitting there watching the teacher teach as I, you know, watched the kids or, um, you know, took them to the restroom or just did little things like that. I was serving my church and um, I really remember that's when a passion for people started to grow in my spirit. Um, and then for as long as I can remember, I've always been an artistic person. Um, it's something that I enjoy doing that I work hard at. So I went to school for graphic design. Um, and when I went to school for it, my first semester, I never thought that it would be something that I could use for the kingdom of God. Um, it was around 2014, which was before really um, social media was huge in the church. Maybe for some larger churches it was, but not really for... Um, UPCI type churches and so I didn't really feel like I uh, had much to offer Um, 
And so I remember getting asked, Brother Nathaniel asked me my first probably three months I was here. He asked me to design a t-shirt for homecoming. And I honestly had never touched um, a design tool at that point. I was in school for it, but I was fresh in school for it. I had, I'd never touched Illustrator and design or Photoshop or anything like that. I didn't know so what I was doing. question, did you YouTube how to do something? Yes, I YouTubed Ooh. everything. YouTube yeah. scholar. Yeah, no, you can learn <laughs> so much from YouTube. I'm a huge YouTube advocate. Um, so when I designed my first t-shirt for homecoming, um, that was 2014. So that's six years ago. Um, I YouTubed the whole time on how to do it. I sent it in the wrong format to the t-shirt guy, um, the printer. It was awful, but um, I got the opportunity to do it. And I absolutely fell in love with being able to help promote the church on that level. And so now that's something that I get to do. Um, I run our social media accounts and um, Garrett recently has taken on the photography and videography role. So he does that. He's much more talented at it than I am. But I was kind of filling a need for a little bit, which I can talk about more later. But um, so I post the photos. I come up with captions and I create graphics is uh, the biggest thing I do for the church. Besides, of course, being Garrett's wife, he is the youth pastor. And so I get to help with the youth and um, utilize my burden for people and for young people. I have a huge burden for young people. I think they're super necessary. Um, I think that they're able to bounce back from things that adults can't. And I think it's always such a beautiful thing when I see a young person commit because I know they truly are committing. Um, they can change in, in a moment. They can decide to live for God and that's it for them. And I think that's such a beautiful thing for uh for young people is that they decide you know this is what i'm gonna do and they do it you know adults they have such a long thinking process like you know is this is this something that i really want to do they overthink everything but young people they don't think about it they just do it and i love that about them so anyways i'm kind of chasing rabbits <laughs> back to what I, I was wanting to talk about which is finding your purpose so that's kind of how i got um how I got passionate about this is that I've always been the type that kind of just jumps in where there's a need. And so I always feel like there's needs in the church. Um, and I feel like there's a person that fits each and every one of them. Um, if we say, well, I'm not that talented or, or I don't really think I have any abilities where I wasn't either. I was just willing. I just let the door open for me um, when they said they needed, you know, someone to sit in Sunday school or they needed someone to design a t-shirt. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was willing. And so I think that's 100% the biggest thing you need to be used for God and to find your purpose is just to be willing um, for that season. Just be willing to do that. Um, so, you know, like, where do we go to look for purpose? I think the biggest place, obviously, is the feet of Jesus um, which is prayer and, you know, pray that God will open those doors for you. You know, if you have a heart for God, if your intentions are pure, he'll open a door for you to, to find a place. There's nothing like, in my opinion, there's nothing like feeling fulfilled with your purpose. There's, um, there's just no feeling like, um, there's no feeling like knowing that this is where you belong and that you're bringing something to the table, to the kingdom that's needed. There's just no feeling like that. Um, and there's and there's always something for you to do, you know, like right. you, 
you could you could be design t-shirts you could um you could literally pick up trash you know because like I'll, i'll be driving through the parking lot and i'll see like a flattened out whataburger bag which tells me that somebody has seen that whataburger bag and run it over <laughs> several times because it was literally flattened so i literally well i didn't i didn't step out of the car but what i did was really cool is i i did like an action movie move which i don't recommend <laughs> you drive open the door lean down pick it up and then keep on driving actually i didn't do that but i didn't get out of the car and i did throw it in park but i did not get out of the car so i opened the door and then like leaned down picked the bag up threw it in the threw it in my floorboard and uh went and threw it away but i mean that's just something that you could that's very easy very simple and takes no time to do yeah and i think it's important for us um to step back before we even get too far into this and say this isn't about me it's never been about you um if whether you get you know any attention for whatever you do or not know that in the end the ultimate goal is heaven that's all we could ever want all we could ever expect um, and so when we're finding our purpose in the kingdom, I think our goal is to bring, bring people to heaven with us, um, to go to heaven together. And so whatever we're doing for the kingdom, I think it's important for us to always be focusing on others, not on, um, not on ourselves, not on self-promotion, not on anything like that, um, but honestly focusing on ourselves. And if God decides to elevate, whatever, that's completely up to Him. But Um, the ultimate goal is heaven together. And so like Garrett was saying, if there's a need, whether it's picking up trash or whether it's just, you know, finding something, there's always going to be needs in the church. I think it's really important for us to know that there are certain seasons too. Um, I wasn't meant to be a Sunday school teacher forever, and I wasn't. Um, I was a Sunday school teacher for about a year. And after that, I started learning the organ at my home church and I started playing the organ and singing on my praise team um, and just finding other places to be fulfilled in. But I'll always remember the very first place that I ever got the opportunity to be used was in a Sunday school classroom. Um, and I was actually a Sunday school teacher too. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, doot, doot, but I <laughs> would say that I was, I was pretty good at it. Yeah, he was. But here's the thing. When I first started, I was garbage at it. And here's the reason why. I did not give it enough attention. I didn't give it enough study time. I didn't give it my full heart. I literally, like some of, some of the first Sunday school lessons, and I'm sure uh, Sister Coots will hear this and, and figure out what's going on. But <laughs> um, like, I mean, she, she knew that I, I, at first I wasn't quite giving it everything I could, you know, and progressively I learned that you can't do it halfway. Right. You know, you've got to give it you've got to give it more than just the 30 minutes before the lesson starts, right. you know. Do it with your full heart's intent to actually make an impact. Right. You know. I think it's important for us to recognize that some people are born with natural talents. Some people really are just so naturally talented at instruments or singing or public speaking or whatever it may be. Um, But some aren't. Um, And even those that are naturally talented, but, but those of us, the majority of us that aren't, it's so important for us 
to put in that work, to put in the effort, um, because God is only going to meet us where as far as we go. He's never going to, he, he's a gentleman. God's a gentleman. He's never going to push us any further than we're willing to go. Um, and so if we're pushing, if we're studying, you know, as a Sunday school teacher, if we're studying, if we're working, if we're passionate, whether or not this is a permanent thing or not, if we're, you know, whatever it may be, um, if we're passionate about it, if it's not just something that we show up to and, and give it half-heartedly, God will honor that and he'll meet you there halfway. Right. Um, whether you're a talented, you know, maybe you have, you know, a, a decent ability, you know, for technology or, or technological type things. Um, the more you learn, the more you grow. Garrett's an excellent example of this. He's always been a techie guy, but... In the last year, he really saw a need in our church um, for live streaming. And of course, with this coronavirus pandemic going on, it was a huge need. And so the more that he learned and the more that he grew, the more he fulfilled that need. And now he's teaching other people how to do it. He's growing. He's expanding that. But he never could have gotten our 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 uh, live streaming to that point if he wouldn't been wouldn't have been studying and wouldn't have been working and and trying to figure out the best thing for our church. You have to have the the passion of your church. You have to have the vision of your church because if you don't, then you won't be passionate about what you're doing. Because ultimately, everything that you do is leading back to the vision of your church, which is reaching others. Whether it's live stream, media, whether it's singing on the platform, worshiping in the pews, if it's the connect, the greeting team, the host team, the usher team, um, whether it's cooking in the kitchen, working in the coffee shop, whatever it may be. You or are, even prayer. Yes, you know? all, all, very much so prayer. Um, but everything that you do is pointing people to Jesus. And so it's really important to me that you grasp the concept of that, that um, that everything that I do for the kingdom is to lead people back to Jesus. So we were talking earlier a little bit about seasons. There are certain seasons in the church that you'll go through that you may not always stay there forever. Um, you may not always stay in this one position forever. Sometimes it may be like literally one Sunday, one service. We need someone out here to help with the greeters. We need someone out here to open the doors for people. Just something like that. And if you're willing, then God will use you in that scenario. Just be willing in all seasons. Be willing, be ready. Um, have your spirit ready, have your heart ready, and God will lead you in that direction. Um, God will God will start to open doors for you. Um, but if I could make one plug, um, I think it is really important for today's uh, young people to learn some sort of skill. Um, whether it's, you know, whether it's like graphics, which is what I do, and I'm always for more people learning it, you know, learn the creative suite, learn how to do videography, learn how to do photography, go to piano lessons, go to, to other music lessons, um, go to voice lessons, really hone in on your craft, learn how to work the, the media program. What's the media program? Uh, ProPresenter. <laughs> learn how to work. ProPresenter 6. Yeah, learn how to work ProPresenter. Learn how to run the lights and the sound and, and you know, learn. And OBS, live stream. Yeah, learn how to do the live stream. Um, whatever it may be, go shadow Madison and Olivia and all them at the coffee shop and see what they're doing. Um, shadow Mary in the kitchen, shadow sister Christy in the connect, 
um, connecting before service. There, I think it's really important for us to find a skill. And people being what Sister Christie does, I know that doesn't seem like it's much of a skilled thing, but talking to people and being able to communicate without fumbling over your words is a skill. It really is. It comes more naturally to some people than it does to others. But just like anything else, the more you practice, the better you get at it. So find something and, and learn it, figure out how to do it, and really hone in on those skills. I think there's too many people out there that are like, God, use me, use me. And they're waiting on this bolt of lightning, this door to fly open. And then this cloud to come down yeah. from the sky. The yeah. sky splits. Yes. The and earth that, splits. Yeah. Everything splits. The suddenly, water. <laughs> suddenly out of nowhere, they're being asked <laughs> to preach at NAYC. And then a scroll no. that has what you have to yeah. do on it. No, that's not going <laughs> to happen. It's, it's never going to happen for you like that if you feel called to preach great that is awesome there's never too many preachers but find somewhere else to serve don't just expect it's a huge thing in our church bishop always talks about it show me ministry and i'll show you a pulpit um you're never you you're never going to just get thrown up on a pulpit until you learn how to serve and minister in other areas and and ministry isn't a one job job you know ministry is full time all the time right you know minute to fulfill proper ministry, you can't just only be an evangelist, you know, right. because what if uh, Brother Caleb Herring just preaches and then goes back to his room, you know, then then I mean, cool, he's an evangelist, you know, whatever. But Brother Brother Herring goes and walks out, walks out and goes and prays for people and goes to ministers to people because he, he knows that. Yes, the message is great and all, but if he can get down there and help deliver, help help them receive that message and receive that word that was intended for them, then that's fulfilling ministry. Right. You know, ministry is not just one thing; it's all things that are that are beneficial to the kingdom. And if you're willing to do that, then God will use you. God will bless you. Right. There is a series of people. God has always made it a habit of using the unexpected. Um, in the Bible, David, Ruth, Esther, Moses, Paul, Peter, all of these people were unexpected. God always chooses the unexpected. So don't think, you know, just because I'm not a minister's you know, kid or just because I'm not a preacher's kid that I can't be used for God. You're talking to two very ordinary people sitting before you. Not that we're anything great, but God still chose to use us, even though neither one of us are preacher's kids, neither one of us are pastor's kids. Um, We don't have a pedigree. We don't have anything special about us. We have no history in Pentecost other than the last 20 years of our lives, literally, neither one of us. But God still opened the door and he wants to use us because we're willing. that's that's I think that's such an important thing to remember is that we we as or you as a young person or whoever you may be listening to this that don't let you know your pedigree whether maybe you are a preacher's kid maybe you are you know a well-known minister's kid um, maybe you do come from a pastor's home don't let that hinder you either don't let those those expectations be pushed on you, whether it's something that you've made up in your mind or someone else is trying to push on to you. Let God mold you and create you into exactly you're supposed to be. Um, Comparison is the thief of joy. Um, It's a quote, we all talk about it, but it really, really is. 
Don't compare yourself to your family. Don't compare yourself to your friends. Know that you are special and unique and that God needs you to be used for his kingdom. Um, there shouldn't be any comparison, no jealousy, no nothing like that at the feet of Jesus. There, There's always room for more. There's always room for more singers. There's always room for more preachers, more ministers. There's always room for, for more in the kingdom of God because as the kingdom grows, the more we need to reach. I'm sure that there are preachers and there are people out there, our pastor would tell you, there's a shortage of ministers in our church. There's a shortage of people reaching. There's a shortage of people trying to win souls. There's a, shor a shortage of altar workers. There's a shortage of greeters. There's a shortage of Sunday school teachers. I promise you that there is never enough um, in the kingdom of God. So don't ever think that you're taking someone's place or that you're stealing someone's spot or that someone else is stealing your spot because God will always open the right door for you and always open the right opportunity for you. Um, one thing that really sticks out to me is that in in First Kings, it talks about uh, Solomon building the temple. Um, it wanted a place for, Solomon wanted a place for God spirit to be able to rest the ark of the covenant um and david actually his father wanted this too it, it actually talks about in the bible that david was the one who wanted to build the temple he wanted to be the one that um that built the temple that created this place he wanted to be the the great king that built the first temple in israel but he wasn't instead god waited and he got, he chose solomon his son to build the temple so I think it's really important for us to, to note here that not all good ideas are God ideas. There, Of course there needed to be a temple, but the timing wasn't right. It, it wasn't the right timing yet. But there was a need, and that need was passed down to Solomon. It was passed down from David to Solomon, and it was met. The need was met eventually. It's hard for us as humanity to remember sometimes that we're not God. We don't know what he's thinking. We don't always know exactly exactly what he's doing. He's a mysterious God. He moves in mysterious ways. He's so much wiser than we could ever be. So it's really important for us to remember that because a lot of times we'll, we may see something or we may have a burden for something and we pray about it. And it feels like it just falls flat. It feels like that door never opens to us. Well, it may be a good idea, but it may not be a God idea. So I think before, you know, we we jump to conclusions about maybe God not wanting to use us in a specific arena or the door's just not opening for us, or maybe our pastor just isn't opening the door for us that we think is going to be open for us. Well, hang on a second. Is it actually a God idea? Is it is it actually something that needs to be And and also like if you if you get feel if you feel like you're called to preach or whatever, you know that's like the everybody feels like called to preach. You know, um, not everybody feels a call to preach. You know, I said that to with quote fingers. You know, uh, you just can't see it because you're listening. Um, but not ever not everyone's supposed to be a preacher. But if you do feel like you're called to preach or you're literally just called to play the drums, you know but you don't know how to play the drums, then there's no point in you getting up there and playing the drums because God's got to, or you've got to work towards that calling. You've got to work towards being that preacher, be it work towards being that evangelist. 
you know, because God may call you early, but he's not telling you to go do it now. You know, sometimes you've got to put the work in. Sometimes God will give you the goal, but that goal isn't going to be met by sitting on the couch and playing video games. Exactly. And I feel like our church and our youth group, I feel like our church does a pretty good job of opening those doors for you if you want to be used in any area. We have a a ton of areas to be used in. I kind of listed them earlier, but I feel like also we as a youth group, we do a good job of making things available for you as well. Um, I know that we, I, I help with our youth praise team, and I'm always looking for people that are willing, but I'm also looking for people that are willing to put in the work. It's, I'm never, you know, I, I've had to have some hard conversations because I'm never going to throw someone up there um, to lead a worship song that that doesn't have the heart of a worshiper, that I don't see worshiping on the ground when they're not singing in front of everyone. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to throw someone up there to sing who doesn't know the lyrics of the song that we're singing, who hasn't been to the rehearsals, who hasn't um, figured out their part, who hasn't asked me for help if they need it. Um, I'm never going to put a drummer or a piano player or a bass guitarist up there who doesn't somewhat know what they're doing. Yes, um, our youth praise team's life students praise team is training grounds. It really is. It's a training ground. I don't expect perfection, but I do expect your best. Um, There's a huge difference in between perfection and your best. Um, I don't feel like anyone is perfect. (laughs) They're not. The only one that's ever perfect is Jesus. Um, But... I don't expect you to be Mozart up there on the keyboard either. Dude, I wonder if, I wonder how good Jesus can play the drums. <laughs> like, I want to see him up against Daniel Walter. Oh, that works. Dude, that would be so cool. I can't wait to get to heaven. <laughs> I'm going to put them together. <laughs> but anyways, we don't expect you to be DeWalt on the drums the first time you get up there and play. Hey. But um, but we expect you to give your best, and your best is you know going to music lessons, teaching yourself, YouTubing, figuring it out, coming to rehearsals, um, sitting in on main praise team rehearsals, that sort of thing. I'm kind of focusing on this just because it's a good example and it's something that I deal with. But um, we not I in in anything you will never be used until you put in the work. I know one of the things I've been really proud about lately is um, one of our young people, Cooper Bowman has been shadowing the media team and learning how to run media and sound, and I'm sure pretty soon live stream, and he has become so excellent in it. And in that, he's only 15 years old. He's only going into ninth grade. In that, he already knows several programs. He knows how to design a few graphics, which I'm super pumped, super excited about. Um, He feels confident in running the media in a full service, which really projects to the rest of your life, I feel like, just having that confidence and the ability to do something. Um, And also, it's so impressive to me that whenever he's not in the sound booth, he's still worshiping just as hard. He's still working to minister. He's still, still doing all those things. So I think it's really important. There's no no excuses. 
zero excuses in my opinion or saying I'm too young for this I, I I can't do this because I'm only 14 I'm only 13 I'm only 16 years old I feel like no one in our church would turn I mean you correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like no one in our church would turn you down in any area because of your age they may teach it to you a little bit more slowly it may take you a little bit more longer to understand but no one will turn you down because of your age brother herring has talked a lot about um, this generation being, you know, the last generation. And if we believe that, then God is really going to accelerate our talents. He's really going to accelerate our abilities so that we can use them to reach the lost. Um, I, I don't think this is going to be one of those things that it's going to take us 30 and 40 years before we're rocking and rolling in our calling. I think you can be flowing with anointing and flowing with purpose in, you know, two or three years of working somewhere, working in a particular area. I really feel like, I really feel like with this final generation, with, with everything that's going on, that God is really going to begin to open doors. And if you're willing to walk through them, you're going to be able to do that. Well, and, and God needs us now, you know, with how close the end or with how we are in end times right now, hello, look around. Mm-hmm. Just don't breathe. Um, but we are in the end times right now, you know. God needs you now, you know. It we don't have we don't really have much time to play around anymore. Um God needs us. He ne- he needs us to work for the kingdom because there's not much time left, you know. Not trying to get spooky or anything, but there's really not. No, there's not. And um, now is a good as good a time as any to find your purpose. Close out those distractions. Get rid of the things that are hindering you. Um, ask someone. Ask anyone. Um, where can I find a place to be used? And I'm sure they can point you in the right direction. Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope it really impacted you. I hope it's something that you can really think about and consider prayerfully. Um, Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. We have a new one out every other Monday, so you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. See you next time.